I thought it was a comedy. <laughs> and it's really not at all a comedy. No, there's not a lot of jokes in this one. There's a decent amount of trauma, though. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> the usual suspects. Mm, back again with a brand new film for you. Yes. It's June. It's the second week of June? Yes. Or the third week. Wow. <laughs> time is fleeting. Time is time is fleeting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're recording. It's a late night recording, so mm. we might get a little loopy. Yeah, it might get a little spicy. Who knows? Um, we're along for the ride. Woo woo. Chugga shugga shugga shugga. They're like, oh god, I'm turning it off right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the pause button? Oh my gosh. But we do have a spicy movie, actually. Mm-hmm. The movie that really brought two actors into a long-term relationship, which is crazy. Brought a child into this world and everything. Wow. So today we are doing the 2006 classic. Step up. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> I was obsessed with this movie as a kid. I watched it in theaters. I loved it. I had it on DVD. If you listen to the pod before, you know that I have a soft spot for like kids discovering their love for art. And that's what <laughs> this movie is. So it really struck a chord with me. It's funny. I I guess I just assumed I watched it, but when I started viewing the movie i was like oh shit i don't think i've ever seen it before wow yeah because when i was watching it too i was like oh this kind of reminds me of fame but when i was like oh this is the next movie we're doing i thought it was a comedy (laughs) and it's really not at all a comedy no there's not a lot of jokes in this one there's a decent amount of trauma, though. Yeah, definitely. They always have to have someone die, dude. Mm-hmm. They always do it. And I, yeah, there's a lot of parallels between this movie and Save the Last Dance. Yeah. And I was just like, can we stop like killing black men in movies? Mm-hmm. Especially at the service of like the white lead. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, it changed my life. Because it's about me. At yeah. the end of the day, it's about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. But before we get too much into it, should we talk numbers? <laughs> Let's talk about the numbers, baby. We're out here, businesswoman. <laughs> so for Step Up 2006, there was a $12 million budget. I guess I feel like that's pretty low. Yeah. Especially with Channing Tatum. Like, I, I feel like... He gets paid. Well, at this time, he was just an unknown. Just a, Right, right. Yeah. This was his like breakout role. Mm-hmm. And they had a great return. They made $114.2 million in the box office. Yeah. Pretty, Pretty huge crazy. return. It was a huge like box office hit. The ratings, not so much, like not amazing reviews, but it was an audience hit. Yeah, it really it really took the world by storm. I remember even like in Singapore as a young child, everyone was talking about Step Up. Everyone was going to see it in theaters. 
people are like, wow, dance is the moment. Mm. And originally, the movie was actually called Music High, but- Very lame. (laughs) Very lame. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God they changed it. One of the reasons that they did is that earlier in this year, High School Musical had come out and they were like, okay, this is not that. And I'm like, true, it's not that, but it's not that far off. Like, it's Troy Bolton if instead of doing basketball, he stole cars, you know? Right. It's like a gritty uh, high school musical. Mm-hmm. There's even a trash can. It's true. So when they were making this movie, one of their biggest concerns was finding a leading man who could dance but wasn't like formally trained. They wanted them to be like really natural and obviously they needed to act well. And fortunately, <laughs> there was a young actor – named Channing Tatum, who read the script. (laughs) Yeah, who who had someone read the script to him. (laughs) And he identified with the character so much that he asked his agent to get him an audition. Yeah, the director said that initially they were just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You hear that all the time. But they took the meeting. They met Channing. He started doing some choreography at the table. And they were like, it's done. We found our man. This is him. Didn't know if he could act, but they were like, you know what? He's handsome. He's charming. He can dance. That's good enough for us. (laughs) Beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) Yeah. They said he trained himself so it was messy and sloppy and of the street. He was perfect. Thank God. He came out of nowhere. Literally, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I love this, like, rapturous uh, debut for Channing Tatum. Mm -hmm. I just think he's the sweetest guy. Have I met him? No. But like, mm-hmm. for me, he is the himbo. Yeah. He was a stripper with a dream. And look at him now. Uh, it just sounds like he's like a hustler. Like he totally mm-hmm. didn't know how to get here, but he got here. Yeah. You know? And he just and seems like a really nice did. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, we have Jenna Dewan, of course, and she has a like super robust history of dancing. She was a backup dancer for Janet Jackson, Missy Elliott, and Kelly Clarkson. And this was her first like big acting role. Before that, she'd just been doing dancing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the best parts of this movie, which I will talk about at length throughout this entire <laughs> recording, is the chemistry between her and Channing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was explosive. Apparently, even at the first table read, it was like they clicked instantly and it felt like they had known each other for years. But they waited until filming had wrapped before they actually went on a date or anything. And there was an interview where Channing was like, oh, yeah, when we, like, would rewatch the movie, we could be like, oh, that was our first kiss. And, like, that was the first time we did that because they hadn't even dated yet. But he had apparently just gotten out of a long-term relationship before filming and was initially afraid to dive back in and ask her out. But once they got back to L.A. after the movie wrapped, he went for it. They ended up getting married in 2009. Like we said, they had a child, Everly. But... Uh, one of the tragic celebrity breakups. They did divorce in 2019, but it seems like it was for the best. What we read was that they had always just kind of been opposites, and initially it was like this opposites attract story, but as they grew older, they just kind of grew apart, and having a kid really pointed out just how different they were and that they wanted different things out of life, and they saw things different ways, so... 
they did split up, but it seems like they have a pretty like solid co-parenting relationship still and it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood between the two of them jenna is actually currently engaged to steve kazee i think is how it's pronounced who is the guy from once which is wild (laughs) and uh their son was born in 2020 channing tatum was with jesse J from 2018 to 2020 but he has been dating zoe kravitz since 2021 Like, wow, what a cool couple. Oh, I know. I've seen pictures of them and they just look like the coolest people ever. Well, before we dive in, we just want to remind you that out this month on Patreon is our Bend It Like Beckham episode. So if you're interested in that, head on over to our Patreon. Yes. We have a bunch of lovely perks and you also get to chat in our Discord um, with other patrons. And we also chat in the Discord too. We do a little chat chat blah 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 (laughs) and you get to vote for next month's episode and subsequent month's episodes so if you're interested in that if there's something maybe you've been dying to hear us do and you want to vote for it definitely head over to the patreon yeah and without further ado should we step right into it that was a good one that was a good one let's shout So we see intercut shots of a ballet class and people dancing on the streets set to Show Me the Money by Petey Pablo. And we zoom into a house party where Mac is hitting on a girl when his little brother Skinny comes over and interrupts. He like shows off this digital belt he has, which I find so funny. It's like skinny and LED. Mm -hmm. Um, And the girl's like, why don't I leave you two alone? And Mac is like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And Skinny's like, let's bounce. Where's Tyler? And he's like, "Mm, where do you think Tyler is? (laughs) And where is Tyler? Tyler Gage, Mr. Channing Tatum, absolutely tearing up the dance floor in the basement of this house club. I I was so confused because it looked like a club in the basement. I was like, this is extensive. But yeah, he's on the dance floor. He was absolutely that boy in 2006, just shimmying and shaking all over the place. And that's when this girl's boyfriend, PJ, gets jealous of them dancing together. He tries to start a fight with Tyler. And Tyler despite being a teenager, has a bit of an attitude with this man and says, oh, I didn't see your name on her. And then this whole ass like fist fight breaks out. This is an adult. Yeah. This boy is in high school and he's mm-hmm. speaking to an adult. Yeah. So Mac comes over, tries to tackle Tyler and stop him. And that's when PJ pulls out a gun. So... Mac drags Tyler out of there with Skinny, and they leave this party. Yeah, it turned from uh, zero to 100 really quick. And this is when you were like, this is not a comedy. <laughs> Certainly not. Certainly not. I, you brav, put, put your gun away, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> so outside, Mac asks Tyler why he's always starting fights and says that he's trying to overcompensate for being white. And I'm like... It's possible. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and as they walk down the alley, they notice PJ's car drive past. And Skinny, like, has this machismo thing where he decides to throw a can at it. He's like, yeah, I'm not I'm not afraid of them. Mm-hmm. But 
Mac and Tyler are like, okay, you waited until the car like turned all the way around the corner before you throw mm-hmm. it. And they start jokingly throwing cans at um, Skinny and just like fooling around. But one of the cans ends up breaking a window. <gasps> so they run over to the window and Skinny is like, oh, I know what this is. It's a school. And he's decides to just <laughs> I know kick what this in is. the window. It's a school. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break in. So they climb in through like this bathroom window into the school. It's very fancy. It's like a really nice art school. And Tyler finds the auditorium and goes up onto the stage where there's like a whole Roman theater set going on. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Miss Darbus, like, what were you putting on? It's uh, Twinkle Town, the musicale, and they end up <laughs> breaking some of the props. They they break, like, one and then decide, you know what? Actually, we're going to destroy this whole set. Yeah. Like, th- the first one was <laughs> a whoopsie. We're going to trash it. <laughs> yeah, but now we're doing this for fun. So they're just, like, smashing shit. They're putting on costumes. They're running around. The lights come on very suddenly, and a security guard comes in. He initially apprehends Mac while Tyler is hiding behind a clothing rack and signals to Skinny to run away. So Skinny escapes the auditorium, and Tyler comes out from around the clothing rack to, like, distract the security guard, which lets Mac slip away, too. And Mm -hmm. Tyler is the one who gets in trouble. Yeah. He is the one who would get in the least amount of trouble for this, so I'm like, I'm glad you took the rap. Definitely, definitely. And as we see the next scene, when he goes to this hearing, like he's had priors, mm-hmm. prior issues and stuff. So I'm also wondering if maybe like Mac and Skinny have any prior issues. Yeah. And so he was also maybe like trying to save him from jail time or something worse. Mm-hmm. So it also, again, reminded me of Save the Last Dance, where there's the whole storyline of like, the other guy taking the rap for Derek, so then Derek didn't right. have to go to juvie or whatever. There's so many parallels. And it's like, what could have happened if, like, he went to juvie and he didn't? Yeah. yeah. So they're in court. Tyler faces the judge on breaking and entering and vandalism charges. So he gets sentenced to 200 hours of community service at the school, at the Maryland School of the Arts. And after the hearing... Tyler's foster mom finally shows up. She's like, I just got off work. Like, let's go home. Mm -hmm. So they get home and Tyler's foster dad, who, you know, it's implied that he is a bit of a deadbeat. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're never going to finish these 200 hours. You never stick with anything. And Tyler asks why he cares because he'll still get his check either way. As, like, his little foster sister and brother are running around, and the foster mom Allison like, Stoner. Yes, Allison Stoner. <laughs> and the mom asks if they can just have a nice dinner before she has to go back to work, but Tyler says he's not hungry, goes upstairs to his room. Uh, so in his room, Tyler just lays on his bed, listening to music, when Camille, his foster sister, a.k.a. Allison Stoner, comes in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you going to prison? Because that's where my dad is. And I'm like, okay, exposition. Yeah. They really said, yeah, when you're a foster kid, life just sucks. You get shit on and your dad's in prison. It's a bit heavy handed. It is. Yeah. 
But he's like, no, I'm not. But they might have to take me there if you don't start knocking. Ha ha ha. So this is just the first combo they have, but you can tell there's like a cute little older brother, younger sister situation going on between them. Yeah. Which honestly they don't do much with, but whatever. No. <laughs> they do so little with it. I'm like, it's like almost why do you have it, you know? Right. The thing is they they cast Allison Stoner because they saw her do um, the Missy Elliott video. The, yeah, the Missy Elliott video, and then also like dancing in Cheaper by the Dozen two, I guess. But then they like barely used Allison at all. So I'm like, why? Why even bother? Right. There's like a scene later on between them with cereal that we'll see that apparently was just completely improvised. They were like, eh, <laughs> try something. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler goes in for his first day of community service at the Maryland School of the Arts, and it is flashing me straight back to Raise Your Voice, where everyone (laughs) is just, like, doing their respective arts in the hallway casually. (laughs) Like, girls are walking by, like, la, 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 and people are, like, playing violin, and then people are, like, I'm producing my music, and then he walks past, like, an orchestra. (laughs) And it's like, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm just pirouetting down the hallway. So yeah. he he goes to Director Gordon's office and just like slumps down in a chair. And she says, well, I can see you're overcome with remorse. She's so sassy. This whole she movie. She is. She's kind of a stickler for like an arts school director. I feel like her and Miss Darbus would not get along. but. No. She says he has no idea of the consequences of his actions. He's like, yeah, I do. It's 200 hours. And she's like, no, it's actually more than that. Uh, Most of the students here are on scholarship, and the cost of the damage that you did is roughly the same as one student's tuition. And there's no way that's true. How much damage was done? There's no way that's true. Like, if I had to guess, I mean, I guess maybe it was less in like 2006, but going to a private arts high school like this which looks like very nice it looks very well funded i don't know twenty thousand dollars in maryland i mean in 2006 i'd say probably probably something like that but there's no way they did twenty thousand dollars worth of damage they broke some like hollow columns and like a couple of bus statues and a painted backdrop. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no way. That's a lot. But so. in any case, she tells him that he just cost someone their future. And he's just like, <laughs> what? Get more money. <laughs> yeah. Get, print more money. Why can't we just print more money? <laughs> I'm, I'm once again asking why we can't just print more money. <laughs> <laughs> Can you order more vases? That's definitely possible. Mm hmm. You Mm -hmm. cost someone their future. Um, What? (laughs) And I'm like, surely the visual art students in the school are who made those. Like, you're not ordering these from a custom Who do you think you're fooling? (laughs) Not me. Not my ass. He's he's unfazed. He's just like, sorry, I'm just here to do my hours. (laughs) He's like, if I could care less, I would. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's just physically not possible. She's like, okay, well, you need to come in after your school day. It says here you finish at 2. You can stay to 
and this is the janitor. You're going to be doing his job, basically. So later on, we see Tyler doing his janitor duties when he comes across a dance studio. And Nora is waiting to join in when her friend Lucy notices a Tyler. Ooh. And Nora reminds Lucy about her boyfriend. And Lucy's like, oh, my boyfriend would appreciate that I have good taste. So Nora joins in the combination and Tyler just watches her. She's flawless. He's like smitten immediately. He's like a sensey boy. He doesn't. He's sensitive. He's so sensitive. Yeah, he doesn't cop to it. But I'm like, you literally fell in love with her. Right. Instantly. (laughs) And I mean, who wouldn't? She's like gorgeous. She's talented. But he's like, hey. And she's like, (laughs) hey. Hey. And notices that he's staring at her. And after the end of class, Nora checks in with her dance partner, Andrew. She's like, okay, yeah, we'll meet in rehearsal. And Tyler is about to go up to Nora. But Nora's boyfriend, Brett, comes over. The devil incarnate. (laughs) (laughs) The most mediocre white man you've ever seen in your life. Right. Singing the most mediocre white pop music you'll ever hear in your life. He's giving me like generic brand Nick Lachey. Or even, you know who I thought he was at first? (laughs) Until he like turned fully. I thought he was fucking Drew Seeley. Oh my God. It's it's the hair. It's that kind of like sort of spiky hair moment. Yeah. And Lucy asks them if Tyler is their new janitor. And Brett is like, no, that's the guy who trashed the theater. And Lucy's <laughs> like, mm, I love a man in uniform. And I'm like, he does look good oh, in that jumpsuit. <laughs> I know. He's like, has a car heart, like onesie thing going on. <laughs> onesie. <laughs> you know how many skater guys would die for that outfit? <laughs> Yeah, Matt is a huge Carhartt fan. I'll have to have to tell him to watch Step Up. <laughs> the Lower East Side is absolutely feral for that outfit right now. Yeah. So Tyler's taken out the trash outside the school when Mac and Skinny drive up in this like very nice car, which they clearly have stolen. And they tell Tyler they want him to drive it to Omar's and like get the money for it. So this is something that they do pretty frequently, it seems, to like make some extra cash. And Mac and Skinny ask Tyler about the girls here because they see them walking around campus. And I think Skinny's like, damn, they look like the girls from the candy shop video. And Tyler's like, yeah, they look like them, but they sure don't dance like them. And then he's like, let me just whip out some moves real quick. Let me just casually just, you know, cut in a rug in this parking lot. So he's showing off his skills and then he like imitates the ballet that the girls do here. Meanwhile, upstairs in the hallway, Lucy tells Nora she needs to stop stressing out about the senior showcase, and that's when their friend Miles, a.k.a. Mario. (laughs) Literally Mario. (laughs) Yeah. What? Also, Lucy's famous. She's- um, Oh, is she? The woman who plays Lucy is a singer. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. And her music is in the soundtrack. Oh, very cool. So yeah- Mario, a.k.a. Miles, comes over and he's like, hey, Nora, I have a new track for you to use for your showcase. I think it'll really take your routine to the next level. And she's like, what the fuck do you mean next level? I'm going to fucking lose it. (laughs) 
Yeah, she's not doing well. So she's super stressed. And Lucy is like, listen, you need to take a breath. You need to take a break. My older boyfriend is doing a show on Saturday. You should come. And she calls him like sophisticated and a real man. And Miles is like, yeah, he's about to be surrounded by real men when he's in jail for dating a minor. And I'm like, that's an excellent point, Miles. (laughs) Very astute observation, Miles. Mm -hmm. And Lucy says that she's very mature for her age. And I'm like, if an adult man wants to date you when you're a teenager, it it doesn't matter how mature you are for your age. You should run. So Nora then notices Tyler dancing outside, doing like backflips off of the car. He's like killing it. And obviously she's intrigued. And Tyler does catch her watching him. So she like very obviously hides behind the the wall. <laughs> but Tyler's like, oh, I have an audience. Let me keep going yeah. and like up my game even more. He's like... I'm eating it up. Mm -hmm. So later on, Tyler is playing basketball in his neighborhood with some friends. Then at school, Tyler shows up late to his shift and Gordon calls him out. And he's like, come on, it's just 15 minutes. And she's like, you've neither earned nor are entitled (laughs) to a grace period. So you can stay an extra 15 minutes tonight. I love how she's suddenly transatlantic. (laughs) That's how she, in my head, is saying every line. Like, she's very much like, I was cast as director Gordon. (laughs) So we cut to the dance studio where Nora's dance partner, Andrew, like the most unprofessional if guy in this entire movie shows <laughs> the real up villain, to rehearsal Andrew. <laughs> exactly in crutches in crutches oh, no. in Chicago. <laughs> if you've watched Victoria's, you know the reference. Um, and he suggests that she finds someone else to rehearse with while he recovers, and like he'll be back on his feet in no time. And Nora's like don't worry about it but she's clearly incredibly stressed out Mm -hmm. and i only call him unprofessional because i'm like first of all how did you get hurt because you didn't get hurt in rehearsal he said he sprained it in class i think okay twisted it in class or something like that understandable follow-up though is why when you get back are you just bad at dancing he's classically trained he can't do all these hip-hop moves really bad shit also i'm like it doesn't make sense for her to like like she needs to keep rehearsing for five weeks but you don't and you can just like hop back into it right i don't know and she's like the choreographer like she knows yeah i don't know yeah I, i feel like at that point i'd be like you're out yeah sorry exactly So Tyler is carrying on with his janitorial duties, but it seems like everyone is at this school all the time because he's having to like mop around people and vacuum around people and they're just walking all over everything he's done. And he's mopping the dance studio when Mario comes in and Tyler asks him where he's from because it's probably like the first non-white person that he's seen so far. He's like, Mario, my brother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm like all right all right tyler relax (laughs) so miles says that he grew up in 
McCullough homes. And Tyler's like, oh, that's where my boy Mac is from. And Miles says he doesn't live there anymore. He actually lives with his aunt now. Meanwhile, outside, Nora is trying to ask her shitty boyfriend, Brett, if he will be her rehearsal partner. But he's like, oh, like, you know, I have so much going on with the labels and stuff. And she's like, well, Miles is finding time to help me out. And Brett's like, yeah, because no offense to Miles, but he's not as involved in every aspect of the music as I am. And I'm like, he's not Miles involved is the producer. in any aspect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Brett is like... I'm in the booth singing <laughs> in a falsetto. So, and Miles is out here working his ass off. Yeah, just producing, mixing, <laughs> like probably writing, listening <laughs> to all of these tracks that he's recording. Yeah, and Nora says she <sighs> just needs help for a couple of weeks, but Brett is like, no, like this is my shot. I gotta give my music everything I have. But you're gonna be great. Don't even worry about it, babes. You're going to be fine. It's going to be great, babes. (laughs) I'm like, do you not know that your girlfriend is like a ball of anxiety? Right. Because anyone who's been paying attention for like 30 seconds can tell that. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, okay, bye. And walks off. And that's when Nora notices that Tyler overheard this exchange. They have a little eye contact. He is clearly invested. Yeah. He's like, oh, your boyfriend doesn't want to support you? Um, I will. I will. Exactly. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like if you're trying to scoop someone up who's in a relationship, it's not about like looking hot or flattery or whatever. It's like, oh, did you want my undying love and support? You got it. You got it. (laughs) Snap the trap. (sighs) So Nora holds auditions for a new dance partner, but These guys are all like sophomores. They can't really get the choreography down. When she tries to lift with them, they're actually scared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a dirty dancing style lift. (laughs) They're bad at dancing. Expel them. (laughs) They can't do a lift. They're sophomores. She's itty bitty. It's not like. It's all about technique too. I'm Mm -hmm. so confused. No core strength with these ones. Right. You just need something to drive the plot at some point. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tyler watches while he's cleaning windows and dusting chandelier and dusting chandeliers. <laughs> Is he actually doing yeah. that? Or yeah, he's on like a ladder and he has like a duster oh in gosh. his hand. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's what he's doing up there because he's not near the window. So, <laughs> so at the end of auditions, Tyler gets off his ladder and he's like, okay, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, no okay. one was like clamoring <laughs> for your participation. But <sighs> Nora's like, are you kidding? And he's like, do I look like I'm kidding? <laughs> right. Nora's like, are you kidding? And she's like, you can't use me to get out of cleaning windows. And she's like, even if you were capable of dancing. And then he's like, oh, I'm not trying to get out of anything. And I know that you are watching me dancing. Mm-hmm. And Nora's like, thanks, but no thanks. I can find someone else. And Tyler's like, okay, fine. I was just trying to help. And he starts leaving. But Nora stops him. And she literally just says like, oh, my God, (laughs) catch me and runs and runs and jumps. And she gets fucking tossed like a goddamn rag. And like he catches her flawlessly. 
he he does, you know, he throws her around effortlessly. With his little so, pinky finger. Essentially. Yeah. But yeah, when she's like, catch me, and he's holding that rag, just like tosses it, whew, catches her. I was like, I wow. need to see a doctor. I'm not <laughs> well at this moment in time. <laughs> I need to see a doctor, please. Oh. <sighs> And then, like, after he, like, does the lift, he mm-hmm. also then just, like, flips her into, like, carrying her. I was oh, like, yeah. And she's Stop. like, <laughs> I think he's like, okay, is this what you meant? Or what else do you need to see or something? Right. And she's like, um, um, um. <laughs> same, same girl, mm-hmm. same. So they go to pro- Professor Jesus. Every time I see Director Gordon, I want to say Detective Gordon, like Batman. <laughs> and it's really throwing me off. Yeah. Director, I mean detective. <laughs> they go to Detective Gordon, and Nora tries to ask for permission for Tyler to be her rehearsal partner and says she doesn't have time to choreograph a solo. Like, this is really her only option. And Gordon suggests she use a sophomore. But Nora says that none of them can lift her. And also, like, anyone who can lift her, like any of the juniors or seniors, they don't have the time. They're committed to other projects. So Gordon asks if Tyler can even dance. And Nora says, he's adequate. And Tyler's just like, he was standing right there. He's like, adequate? Are you fucking kidding me? And Gordon's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. He doesn't take this seriously. And he's like, all right, sorry, but, like, You're talking about dance like it's rocket science. And Nora assures Gordon that it's just going to be for a couple of weeks until Andrew is healed. And Gordon says, okay, Nora, it's your risk to take. I'll allow it. And Nora tells Tyler that they'll meet tomorrow at 2.30 and to bring his tights. So back home, Tyler's foster mom asks about his day. It's complete chaos in the house. Meanwhile, Nora is having a silent dinner with her mother and she tells her that she found a new rehearsal partner and her mom is like um your cornell and brown applications arrived today the deal was that if you don't get a job from the showcase then you have to go to school in the fall and i'm wondering if it's like november or like october like what timeline are we on here it would have to be before December because right. that's – I think January 1st is usually the deadline mm-hmm. for a regular decision. So I think it's like the beginning-ish of the school year if I okay. had to guess. So they probably work on the showcase like the first semester or first half of the year. Yeah. I know that when Tyler like goes into Director Gordon's office for the first time, she's like on the phone talking about the showcase and how like they can't do it at the time that they normally do, so they're doing it now. It's like some convoluted thing, so I didn't even write it down, but like there's some sort of reasoning for why it's it's happening at this point in time. Gotcha. So Tyler shows up to rehearse with Nora and she's like, you can go get changed. And he's like, okay, takes off his jacket, done. He's wearing the (laughs) biggest pair of sweatpants I've ever seen. If there's one thing about Channing Tatum, it's that he will wear an outfit that is 12 sizes too big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's doing the Adam Sandler special. (laughs) He like takes off his sneakers and he's just like, okay, like let's do this and gets like very close to Nora and she's like, hold it right there like let me show you the combination 
So she demonstrates it for him. They go through the combo. It's obviously not his style of dance. So it's not immediately coming to him. And then Brett just strolls in. He's like, hey, take a break. Let's go get a coffee. And I'm like, bro. They're working. What if you were recording one of your terrible songs and she walked in five minutes in and said, take a break. Let's go get a coffee. I don't think you would do it, Brett. Right. (laughs) So, Oh, I wish I could remember his lyrics. It's like. I saw you naked the other night. Like, I forget. (laughs) It's something so, like, misogynist. Yeah. It's not good. I'm like, spoiler alert, Miles, you dodged a fucking bullet. But basically, Nora says, no, she has a lot to do. And then Brett mutters, like, oh, yeah, you sure do. And Tyler's like, you got a problem? Immediately confrontational. Love a man with anger issues. Mm-hmm. Brett makes like a crack about how, oh, no, 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 don't worry, man. Like, I believe in rehabilitation. And Tyler asks if he wants to settle this outside. So Nora has to literally put a hand on both of their chests. It's very like, look at me. This isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Stuff. Look at me. Look in my eyes. This isn't you. <laughs> And she's like, Brett, I'll meet you later. Just go. So Brett leaves, and then Nora and Tyler get back to work. I'm like, Brett, don't try and assert your dominance against he this guy. He will kill you. <laughs> he will actually kill you. But also, now I want to find the meme that's like, this isn't you. Like, calm down, babe. <laughs> calm down. Look at me. Look at my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that night... Mac, Tyler, and Skinny bring Omar another car and mention that they heard he's having a party this weekend. But Omar's like, you're not allowed after what happened last time with PJ. And they get into it. They're like in an argument. And Mac is like, okay, well, maybe we should take this car elsewhere for more money. And Omar says they have no respect or loyalty. And if they want back in his good graces, then they'll bring him an Escalade. So they get back in the car and drive off. It's like a big ask. Yeah. You may think that this is like an important plot point that will come back, but it doesn't. Not at all. No. Not at all. But they do go to a party by hosted by him later on. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I guess Escalade, Escalade needed. Was, or maybe there was. Was yeah. God at some point and we never saw it. But I thought – because I remembered skipping ahead to later that there is a fatality – and, but I didn't remember like the details. So I was like, oh, this must be what it's around. But it's not, not at, all. at all. No. So we go back to rehearsal. Nora keeps teaching Tyler the choreography, but he says that it just feels really stiff and boring. He said it's a fucking snooze fest, Nora. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she says, well, this is the way it is. And they get back into it. And she does this little like spin. But when she turns around, Tyler is like, right behind her they are forehead to forehead and i gasped because i was like oh my gosh the chemistry is electric and lucy comes in and she too is like oh what's going on in here and nora just quickly explains you know tyler's my stand-in partner get out of here we'll talk about it later bye and shoves her shoves her out before she can ask too many questions Mm-hmm. Then we actually have this really beautiful shot that I loved where Nora and Tyler are standing in the door frame and they're backlit. So you just really see their silhouettes and they say that they'll see each other tomorrow before they walk away. 
So later on, we see Lucy and Nora hanging out at a cafe, and Lucy asks Nora to come to her boyfriend's gig, and she's like, mm, maybe you can bring Tyler. Mm. And Nora's like, oh my gosh, stop talking about how hot he is. And Lucy points out that Brett isn't here, so there's no need to deny the obvious. And I'm like, it is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone with eyes. Yeah. Right. And Nora's like, okay, fine. He's good looking, but he's annoying. And I'm like, mm, only that he doesn't take things seriously because he's afraid of getting hurt. And I'm like, he's so yeah. sensitive. <laughs> um, and Lucy <laughs> says her guard is up. So that must mean she likes him. And Nora's like, oh, you couldn't be more wrong. And Lucy's like, if she's defensive too, then that must mean she really likes him. I love how everybody always has like little tells when they have a crush on someone. Like yeah. my my best friend in high school, it was the most obvious tell in the world. Whenever she liked someone, she would always be like, Christina, you should date this person. Like the person okay. that she liked. And I'd be like, That would All give right. me a reason to stop. <laughs> I would be so miffed if that was the tell. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, So you like them? She's like, No, I don't. I'm like, yeah, you do. Because I would never have any interest in, like, dating that person. It was never, like, that situation. But right. she'd just randomly be like, you should date that person. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this your way of telling me without telling me that you like them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then Nora gets another MP3 from Miles for her showcase And Lucy says she better listen to it now because he'll be calling in five minutes asking her her thoughts. And I'm like, Mario. (laughs) Classic Mario. Always calling. And then Nora says, oh, you've been getting on Miles' case a lot lately. Mm, What does that mean again? Being defensive? But then they listen to the track and it's good. He's talented. Wow. (laughs) Whoa. So we then get this montage of Nora and Tyler rehearsing to Step Up by Samantha Jade. And he's trying to add his own flair to the choreography. And she's like, no, that's not how it is. Hee hee. And they keep on going. He does, you know, take in some of the technique that Nora is teaching him. So, like, they're both learning from each other. They're laughing. They're having fun. They're living, laughing, loving, learning. Mm-hmm. She even gets him some new sweatpants that aren't hanging around his knees practically. <laughs> so <laughs> they're rehearsing. The chemistry is chemistring. It is popping off. It is electric. And director Corden also watches them rehearse. And she's mm. like, hmm, interesting. What's going on here? Back at home, Tyler's laying in his bed, exhausted. And he wakes up to Camille eating cereal next to him. And we could just hear, like, the foster parents fighting downstairs. But Camille's just like, oh, someone got Captain Crunch with peanut butter. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, like, can I have some? Like, it's just so benign and a completely useless scene. Yeah, this is the improvised scene. (laughs) They're like, put it in there. (laughs) It's also weird because, I mean, he is a foster kid, but his foster mom, like, cares about him. So I'm mm-hmm. like, why couldn't he just have parents but be poor? Like, I'm just so confused with the way that they stylized his life, I guess. I guess they wanted to have some sort of connection between him and Nora with having, like, 
not the strongest parental unit because we find out later that like her dad has passed away and i guess with tyler we don't actually even know like how he's ended up in foster care if his parents passed if he was like given up or if he was like taken away from his parents like we have no information on it we just know that he's in foster care so i think they wanted to like have both of them maybe find common ground and not having like a traditional quote-unquote strong parental unit but yeah, it does feel like they're hitting us over the head with like, he's from the wrong side of the tracks and he's poor and like, it's just, right. it's so much. So we then cut over to Tyler, Mac, and Skinny. They are walking home after another basketball game and Tyler has to head out because he has to go to rehearsal, but Mac wants to like steal a car real quick and- <laughs> Skinny's like, no, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. And they're like, okay, fine, go for it. So he hands him like the, I don't know what it's called, like the the thingy that you slide between like the the clothing hanger. Yeah. He gives him that thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a bent up (laughs) clothing hanger. Mm -hmm. And he sends him over to this car, which obviously has an alarm. And they laugh at Skinny because it immediately goes off and they run down the alley. (laughs) He he he, just girly things. Yeah. So back at school, it's the end of the day, and Tyler rushes to rehearsal, but in the dance studio is a ballet class, and then he notices Brett singing a track in the recording studio across the hall, and Nora's listening, and Miles is producing. So he confronts Nora, and Nora is pissed because he's an hour late, and he's like, sorry, I got caught up, like can we rehearse now? And she's like, no, we lost the studio. And he's like, why are you so mad? But he doesn't say that. He's like, why are you so mad? And I'm like, you himbo. (laughs) And he's like, I'm here every single day. Like I said, I'm sorry. And Nora's like, sorry, isn't going to cut it. And Brett's like, um, we are working here. Some of us take this seriously. And then Tyler leaves. He's very downtrodden. I want to hang on. I'm going to listen to what the lyrics are for this. Oh my gosh, please. Can you play it so that I can hear it too? Yeah, it was good. Play back, Miles. It's clear that Miles did the heavy lifting on that song. Yeah. I'm like, Brett is going to be a one-hit wonder. There's no way around it. Right, for sure. So Nora is alone in the dance studio the next day waiting for Tyler, but he doesn't show up. And to be fair, like after they had that kind of fight yesterday, I would assume that like she didn't want me to be her partner anymore. Yeah. But she, you know, starts leaving the school and finds him sweeping the front steps back in his janitor uniform. And she asks where he was because obviously they were supposed to be rehearsing. And he says, you know, I don't think that's working out for me. And she is, of course, upset that he quit without even talking to her. And she's pissed off that she trusted him. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, it didn't look like he needed me anyways. And he walks off. And I'm like, he just has abandonment issues. Fix him. (laughs) 
He looks, like, so sad throughout this whole movie. He does, yeah. I just want to give him a hug. He looks so chiseled. I'm like... <laughs> he looks I can so sad you. and chiseled. <laughs> I can fix you. I can make you so much worse. <laughs> As I was watching this, I was like, it would be such an amazing costume to have Josh be uh Tyler and I'm mm. Jenna Dewan's character. Nora, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's like it's one of those costumes where no one knows who you are. You would have to dress up as like the poster. So he would have to wear like a tank top. Okay. And you would also have to wear a tank top, I think, is what she's wearing and like a skirt. And you'd have to like do that pose. People would be like, oh yeah, yeah. step up. <laughs> but it is giving <clears throat> He's so broken, but he's so strong. Yeah. And he's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we go to Mac's house and Tyler is hanging out with Mac and Skinny when their mom is like, okay, I'm going to go to work. Like, don't leave the house. I don't want you getting into trouble. So she heads off to work. And while they watch basketball, Tyler asks Mac why he doesn't try out for the team. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, our team sucks. And he's like, you know, maybe if you played for them, they wouldn't. And Mac is like, what? You're going to give me a drug PSA too? And Mac tells him to drop it. Besides, he quits everything he starts. So mm. there's some kind of push and pull within Tyler right now. He's like, yeah. you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to start taking more shots. Yeah, we have this very long lingering shot on his face as this, this settles in with him. He's like, damn, I do quit everything. <laughs> Time to stop that damn, cycle. <laughs> I do quit everything. <laughs> So Nora gets home and her mom says she's been rehearsing really late. What about her other schoolwork? And Nora says that rehearsing is the most important part of her schoolwork. And I'm like, what is this school? <laughs> so her mom says, I just don't think dancing is. But Nora cuts her off and says she doesn't know a thing about dance. And when was the last time she even watched her perform? And Nora's mom says that's not fair. But Nora says she doesn't have to worry about that anyways because Tyler dropped out and now she's screwed. So she might get her dream after all. It is the antithesis of I'm throwing away your dream, dad. Yeah. In fact, she is picking up her mom's dream. Yeah, which is she's like, I hope dance. you're happy, mom. <laughs> I guess I'll go to an IV if I must. Right. <laughs> after school, Tyler goes to see Nora and she sees him and starts walking the other way. But he catches up and apologizes to her for yesterday and asks her to give him a break. And she's like, do you know how important this showcase is? People from every major dance company in the country are going to be there. And without it, I go nowhere. And I'm like, that's so unrealistic. <laughs> like every, every major dance company in the country is going there. To Maryland. Really? To Maryland School of the Arts. <laughs> it's, okay. Um, it's kind of like how in High School Musical 3, how they send two Juilliard representatives to go see this musicale. <laughs> it's like that. I always wondered when people were like, oh, yeah, this agent came or this thing came to the school's play. I'm like, who had that connection? Like, people right. aren't just going and looking at high schools to scout at like that sounds like 
the worst part of a job would be going to a high school play. Right. And having everyone clamor and claw to like. Can I pluck some talent out of obscurity? Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. No, not anymore. Especially like everything's online now. Like there's just. Right. It's just not the same. And like, I know that was kind of like a gripe that we had with our program where we were trying to like ask the head of our studio to maybe have some some sort of professional something like that and unfortunately we were given the most unhelpful piece of advice which is that our one of our acting teachers who is surely in her 80s and has been working in experimental theater for four decades our our head of the studio was like well she never had to audition and i'm like well, I'm sure things were different in the 60s, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 60s. <laughs> but I'm like. That doesn't help me in 2018. That's so unhelpful. Like we need to yeah. learn these industry things that they just didn't teach us. And that's like a huge issue with BFA programs like across the board is that they don't teach mm-hmm. you industry know-how alongside the obviously like professional Technique training. and stuff. Yeah. Which was interesting because. There were also obviously other acting studios who did mm-hmm. incorporate that. Yeah. Um, and who would have like an end of the year showcase mm-hmm. for graduating seniors. Um, yeah. I mean, there are ways to get an agent. It is really hard mm-hmm. to get an agent unless you are seen in something and they sign you. Yeah. That's like from the people I know. Mm-hmm. Or, or, they got an agent through um, Stone Street, like the film and TV studio. Yeah, where they have a weekly showcase with agents. Weekly. Weekly, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Keyword weekly. So. Mm-hmm. I think just like a lot of programs just can't keep up with like the changing landscape. Oh, for sure. And they have to. Like you just have to adapt. <laughs> for sure. And it's like that's what we're paying you for. So. Yeah. So tell us what to do. <laughs> But anyways, so in this case, I suppose that there are scouts from every major dance mm-hmm. company in the country. <laughs> and Tyler's like, I know all about having nothing. It sucks. And he's like, can we go back to rehearsing? You know, but she's like, no, I don't trust you. And he asks what he has to do to prove it to her. He'll do anything. And then Nora gets an idea. This is like a really shitty scene, huh? It's like, I don't trust you. I know. You can prove it to me. (laughs) I'll do anything. It also, like, it definitely bothers me that she says that without this showcase, she goes nowhere. I'll go to Brown or Cornell Cornell. or Harvard. Yeah. But I won't get to my dream. And I'm like, you're speaking to somebody who has way less options and opportunities than you do. And you're like, I have nothing without this showcase. Just an Ivy League school. Just an Ivy League and 20 to 50 to $70,000 yeah. under my belt to pay for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's – we'll talk about it later, but there's a lot of kind of like bootstrap mentality about this movie that – is very yeah. annoying. 
So Nora's grand idea to earn back or for him to earn back her trust is that she actually teaches a child's ballet class, which she makes Tyler attend in tights. And so he is he is at the ballet bar. He's doing plies and whatnot. And him and Nora are giggling away. And there is a cute moment where this little girl in front of him keeps like turning around to shush him when he Mm -hmm. laughs. Yeah, that's cute. So after the class, Nora and Tyler are walking down the street. They're laughing. And he's like, yeah, I thought that girl was going to slap me in the face. Ha ha. And <laughs> they arrive at I thought Nora's- she was going to assault me. LOL. <laughs> LOL. So they arrive at Nora's brownstone. And he rightly points out, if you live here, like, why do you have a job? It doesn't seem like you really need one. (laughs) And she says it puts off coming home a little little longer. Her mom doesn't get the whole dance thing. And he asks about her dad and she explains that he died a few years ago. And he says he's sorry. And he seems, like, very sincere and emotional about it, which, like, makes me think that his parents have passed away. But, Mm -hmm. again, we never find out. And Nora says it's okay. You know, her dad was actually the one who always encouraged her to dance. And Tyler says that it sounds like he was a cool dude. So Nora thanks him for walking her home. They say goodbye. She heads into her beautiful brownstone and off Tyler goes. Yes. So at school, Mac tells Tyler about a basketball game for them. But Tyler says he has community service every day this week. So... He can't make it. Then later on, back at MSA, Tyler asks Miles what the deal is between him and Lucy because it seems like she's into him. And they watch as she talks to Nora about her boyfriend. And I'm like, does she seem into him? (laughs) So Tyler listens to the mix Miles made for um, Nora. And he's like, wait, this is great. Like, why aren't we using it? And Miles is like, oh, Nora is pretty old school. Like Vivaldi old school. (laughs) Right. Like classical music. Mm -hmm. But Tyler's like, oh, I'm so good with women. Hey, Nora, come over here. Listen to this mix. (laughs) And then says that Miles got some violinists on the track. And Lucy makes a crack about how he's finally working with people who actually play instruments. And Miles says he can play. He just prefers to play with himself. And, like, just (laughs) immediately comes off so bad. Mm. And he's like, wait, no, that's not what I meant. But Mm. he plays the track for Nora, and she really likes it. And she's like, yeah, I think that's actually great. And Tyler brings her to the dance floor to show her some alternative moves, like maybe they do some level changes and they try it out. She really likes it. And he is inspiring her to make her art better. They are inspiring each other. (laughs) Wow. So they leave the school and Nora offers Tyler a ride. And he asks if she's ever even like been out to Hampton, which is his neighborhood. It's implied that it's like a rougher area. And she says no, but there is a place that she goes to that's near there. So they go to this, like, I can't even really tell exactly what it is. 
It's like a it's almost like a, like a shipyard site. Yeah, like shipyard. It's basically at the pier and it's overlooking the water and they're on this rooftop. It's really beautiful. Like the sun is setting and she tells him that she's been coming here since she was a kid because her dad was an executive at, at one of the shipping companies. So that's where the money came from. Certainly. And she says that up here is where she imagined her whole routine and he asks how she does it, like coming up with choreography like that. And she's like, well, you've been doing it. Like what you did today, that's how it starts. You just like, you visualize it, you dive in and you make something. And she tells him that she always saw this routine with a bunch of dancers and she'd want them all starting out in unison and then have them all break out into a cannon. And he doesn't know what that means. And it's basically like a delayed start for each of the dancers, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, goes along like- the line. Row, row, row your boat. Yes. Row, row, yeah. row. Your boat. <laughs> I thought you were going to do <laughs> So she shows him, and the way this is shot, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like, honestly, the way that all of the dance sequences are shot is really, really good. There's some great cinematography oh, yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Like the sunset, the chemistry, the music. We have the lifts. Like, it's just a really great sequence. And again, you can totally see why these two people fell in love with each other in real life. Like, their chemistry is so palpable. And at the end of this routine, they're, like, centimeters away. They could kiss at any moment, but nobody is, like, taking the plunge. And they both kind of pull apart, which I thought was so cute. I really love the moments (laughs) where we get to see him be, like, kind of shy. He's like, if this is what you envisioned, like this routine with a bunch of dancers, then that's what you should do. And she asks where she would find them. And he's like, "Uh, you go to a school with a bunch of them. But she says the only ones that are left are sophomores and freshmen and there's no way they're good enough. And he says, well, you didn't know that I was good enough. So Mm. maybe give them a chance. And she jokes like, oh, who says you are? And they're like, hee, 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 into the sunset. (laughs) Back at Tyler and Mac's school. Um, Tyler sees Mac and Skinny after school, but he's like, sorry, can't hang. Like, I have rehearsal. And as they watch Tyler leave, Mac tells Skinny, now I'm getting pissed because he's been doing the community service thing. He's been busy every day, but like, now he's upset. Like, what is this rehearsal? Mm -hmm. Why is it so important that my friend isn't hanging out with me? Yeah. So we go to the rehearsal where Tyler shows up with a bunch of dancers from the community and Nora arrives. She's like blown away that he's trying to make her idea of the dance yeah. a reality. It's, it's so, so sweet. thoughtful. Super thoughtful. And they rehearse the dance to Miles' music. They show director Gordon. She congratulates her. She's like, you've really expanded your range. You know, it's risky but it might pay off. And she's like, what inspired these changes? And Nora's like, it was Tyler. And he's like, no, no, no. Like the dance was her idea. But Nora's like, yeah, but I stole some from Tyler's moves and I taught him ballet. And Gordon is surprised. She thought that he was actually a Neanderthal, like (laughs) couldn't read. Head empty, no thoughts. Right. 
And Nora's like, he's actually pretty good. You know, he could be a student here. And Gordon is like, oh, the school year has already (laughs) begun. So that's not an option. But keep up the good work. I have to go smoke a cigarette and lounge now. It's a very long (laughs) cigarette that I'll be smoking. It's a very Mm, long. In my high-waisted Catherine Hepburn pants. Later, (laughs) children. (laughs) And I've cut my pearls are on today. (laughs) So later on, Lucy runs into Miles, and she tries to congratulate him because she heard the news that him and Brett got signed. And he says, actually, we weren't. It was only Brett that got signed. Because according to him, the label thought that he was the only talent and they want to promote him as a solo artist. It was only just a dream. Absolute backstabber. So Nora overhears this and she just goes, I knew it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What did you (laughs) Like that he was a dick? Yeah, I could smell that from a mile away. Yeah, so she goes in, confronts Brett, and is like, I can't believe you dumped Miles after all the work you did together. And he's like, you haven't heard my side. And Nora says, yeah, because I had to hear the news through the grapevine instead of through you. And he says that everything is happening just like they always talked about. But Nora says that that doesn't include stepping on their friends to get there. Mm -hmm. And he asks if she would have walked away if she was in his shoes. And she tells him... I don't know, but we're done and breaks up with him. Bam. So Tyler goes back to director Gordon's office and he tells her that maybe he'd like to come here and ask if it's possible to transfer over, finish up the school year there. And she tells him that it is a grueling program and the students work very, very hard just to like try to accomplish their dreams And she doesn't know if he has what it takes to fight for his dreams. Mm. And Tyler promises he won't give up again. But she's like, I really have to see it, not just hear the words. Yeah. Now that we have that ball rolling, we also have like completely neutralized the threat of the boyfriend, which is so inconsequential. I don't even think that it needs to be a storyline in the first place. But... (laughs) He's gone now. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. So Tyler shows up to Lucy's boyfriend, Colin's gig. She's singing backup. And Tyler tells Miles that, you know, Brett probably didn't, did him a favor because he's better than him anyways, which is true. <laughs> but Miles is still upset about the deal and that they have to watch Colin perform. But Tyler's like, no, we're not here to watch Colin. We're here for Lucy. So after the song, Lucy introduces the guys to her boyfriend, Colin, who is this like British grown ass man dating a teenager, which is fucking weird. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. And Colin asks Lucy if this is the guy she talked about, meaning Miles. So she's been talking about Miles and how talented he is. And Colin invites Miles up on stage to perform. And Miles initially says no and pretends he doesn't have his stuff with him. And Tyler's like, oh, it's right here. He can go up right now. (laughs) It's in his bag, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Wingman extraordinaire. So Miles does end up agreeing to go on stage. And Colin does seem like actually fairly chill at this point, except for the fact that he's dating a teenager. 
And then who shows up to the club but Nora? And she's wearing this like cute little dress. She goes up to Tyler and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just here to wingman Miles. He's actually going to perform. You know, he's trying to be the bigger man. And then he looks at her and says, you look beautiful. And I was like, so we see Miles perform and he takes the stage. He has his gear set up and Lucy sings the track live. She is amazing. Lucy is played by Drew Sidora, who has like singles in the movie. Mm. Um, it's clear that she's a really talented singer. Yeah, there's like a throwaway line, I think, where Nora says that Lucy majors in dance because she already knows how to sing. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I want to learn how to dance. I already know how to sing or whatever. Yeah. So Nora asks Tyler if he's going to ask her to dance, and he tells her he's surprised she dances without her tights. So they get out on the dance floor, and just immediately all of the students from MSA begin performing a synchronized dance. And yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm confused now because it's not mm-hmm. a musical. Like, did you guys all just learn this in a class? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but do I eat it up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. (laughs) And Tyler is a little taken aback at first, obviously, because he's never seen shit like this before. Mm -hmm. But he does hold his own. He's able to keep up. There's, like, this great moment where they have a face-off and the girls, like, dance in the guys' faces and then the guys dance towards them. And Tyler gets to showcase his moves and Nora is impressed. She's got her hair down and everything. Like, oh, she's yeah. loosening it up. He's showing off the technique. It's all coming together. Mm-hmm. So they keep dancing to the song. It's clear that they're really just in sync with each other and, like, moving freely. It's, like, a beautiful moment. Yeah, I really like this sequence. Obviously, it's it's a little bit out of the world because the rest of the movie is actually pretty grounded in realism. Um, this is probably the most absurd part. Yeah. It's a choreographed dance at a club, but I enjoy it still. It is a teen movie after all. So after this dance, Nora congratulates Lucy on her performance and suggests they all go for a walk to the water. And as they start walking off, Lucy holds Miles back and is like, actually, let's let them go off together. So mm-hmm. Miles and Lucy now have like a chance on their own. And Miles says, you know, I have been hating on Colin, but he was actually pretty good. He seems like, you know, a solid guy. And Lucy tells Miles that he was pretty good himself. And there's, you know, there's a little glimmer in the eye at this moment. But that's when Miles notices, behind, like literally behind Lucy's back, Colin is kissing another girl <gasps> on the other side of the room. He doesn't even try to hide it. I'm like, no, that's so not mean. at all. Yeah. So Lucy turns around. She sees it. She's obviously very hurt, but she turns around and tries to play it cool and tells him, you know, don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to go check on our sound levels and goes off. And Miles, you can tell, just wants to fucking deck this guy in the face. Oh, yeah. Back on the dock. Tyler and Nora are together, and he asks her if it's always like that. And she's like, yes, but tonight Miles and Lucy were just on another level. And you weren't so bad yourself, Tiger. Mm. <laughs> she didn't say Tiger, but <laughs> – I was like, did she say that? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so Tyler's impressed that they know all I can't read today. <laughs> Tyler is impressed that they all know just exactly what they want. And Nora asks what he wants. And Tyler tells her that in his experience, it's better not to want anything. So if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter. And Nora just looks so sad and asks if he wants something now, like maybe to go to MSA. And Tyler says that there's a lot that he wants now that he didn't used to. And now he thinks that he might even get them. <gasps> what could you be talking about, Tyler? Whoops, he has could you renewed be talking about? faith in life. Oh my gosh, he's reaching for the girl of his dreams. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, we just cut to the morning. <laughs> yeah, not we don't get to see a single fucking thing. No. The, like sweet moment end. Yep. Gotta get back to this really important brother-sister relationship <laughs> we've been establishing the entire film for no reason. These scenes that we obviously shot all in the same day at the same set. <laughs> so Camille brings Tyler some orange juice and tells him that he's babysitting. And she asks him why he's so tired and he says he's been working a lot. So we go out to like their backyard. Tyler and Camille are throwing a ball around and she's surprised to hear that he dances because she's never seen him dance before. And he's like, oh, yeah, I dance. And he shows her a couple moves. And then, like, while he's turning around, Camille does, like, a couple little moves herself. And he's like, whoa, show me that again. So they start dancing a little back and forth. And he shows mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. this really cute little combination, which my favorite part is where they kind of, like, fall into – like, he has his – head on his chin on his leg and they like fall to the ground yeah um but they do this little combo it's super cute and then they even invite the foster brother malcolm to do the running man with them and tyler's like swinging him around it's very cute and i'm like wow and he's good with kids he loves kids <laughs> he's a sensitive boy he is a sensitive boy he's a good man he's a good man <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i like because like obviously they make him kind of like rough around the edges at the start because he is very guarded. He's obviously lived a hard life, but I mm -hmm. love that we didn't have to go into any sort of like womanizing territory at all because that is so yeah. boring and played out. Like he, he locks in on Nora and he stays locked in on Nora the whole time. Yeah. it. I think that would be so superfluous and just, mm -hmm. especially because she's already dealing with this asshole boyfriend in the beginning right. inconsequentially. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been more interesting if it was like, oh, that's Nora. Like, she never dates because she's so engrossed exactly. in her work. And yeah. Yeah. The boyfriend is just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, the stakes are so care. low with him from the beginning because he is immediately introduced as an asshole. So you're like, yeah. Don't even care about him. In rehearsal, Nora and Tyler, we kind of get this montage moment of just them hanging out. Um, so the first part is in rehearsal. They're like fooling around and like doing little dances that they're just foolishly doing. Like it's not mm -hmm. a part of the actual routine. Yeah. Then they sit at the dock. They take a walk in the park. He comes out to another ballet class where the same little girl makes mean faces at him. And then we see another clip of them like fooling around in rehearsal. 
And then he embraces her. Oh, my gosh. Is this where they had their first kiss or is that later? Like in real life? I don't know. In Like in the movie. When did they kiss? Did they kiss at the dock? Um, At the – at Omar's party? Or sorry, not at Omar's party. At Miles and Lucy's. I think they might have. Let me scan through. I think that's their first kiss. I think it's after he's like, oh, I didn't know that I could want these things. And then they kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, because then they share another kiss here as well. But yeah, it's a – it's a very steamy kiss on the dock. I can't believe we didn't even talk about it, but the chemistry is there. They're falling in love in real life. So we then go over to Nora's house where she's showing Tyler photos of her as a kid. And they're like laughing about how she was a chubby kid or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can deal with that. But if you only had two front teeth like you did back then, I don't know. That might be a deal breaker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Nora Nora suggests that maybe they speak to Gordon about using this showcase as his audition for the school. And he asks if, you know, she would really go for that. And Nora says that it's about going after what you want. And they kiss again. Oh, my gosh. What? But they are walked in on by Nora's mom and – Nora introduces Tyler to her mother and they shake hands. And I will say you we can even see like a change being reflected in Tyler's wardrobe at this point. Like I think he's wearing like a button-up shirt at this point. Oh, really? No more backwards baseball cap, no more sweatpants. And they shake hands. He compliments their home before seeing himself out. And Nora's mom clearly is not uh, super supportive or approving of this relationship, and Nora just walks away. Yeah, she doesn't really say anything negative, but it's implied Mm -hmm. for sure. And I'm like, he was perfectly polite, but whatever. Yeah, I can imagine it's just like a bad taste in your mouth when you come home and you see a guy kissing your daughter. That's true. That's fair. (laughs) So we go back to rehearsal and – Lucy comes up to Miles and checks if he said anything about Colin cheating on her. And he's like, no, I didn't say anything. You know, if you want to be with someone who doesn't appreciate you, that's your business. I just hoped you'd be smart enough to know you deserve better. And I'm like, Mario. (laughs) So true, King. (laughs) So randomly, Mac comes in and sees Tyler dancing with the ensemble. And he's like, hold up, tell me I'm not seeing this, and just zooms out of there. But Tyler follows him. He's like, hey, wait, like, Matt, come back. And he's like, what is this, Riverdance or something? Are you trying to get in touch with your Irish side? And Tyler's like, I'm doing community service, man. (laughs) And I'm like, just explain to him what the situation is. Yeah. Tell him you like dancing, like he's your friend. He already knows you like dancing. Right. And Mac is like, I was supposed to meet you at the courts two hours ago, and I find you doing this. Tyler tries to explain the showcase and Nora, but Mac asks if he's messed around with their friendship for a girl, and he leaves. He's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, I I guess I get that he's mad because he feels like he's been lied to and like 
his friend is blowing him off for these new people and stuff. But also, like, it is technically a part of his community service. And yeah, you know that he lie. likes dancing. It's okay for him to, like, do other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let the man live. He just wants to dance. Just let him dance. He just wants to be a dancer. Yeah. So Tyler goes back into the dance studio where another hit, he sees Andrew. You may remember Andrew as Nora's original partner. He's back. He's healed from his sprain slash slash twist. I don't know whatever happened. And he's like, hey, Tyler, man, like, thanks for filling in for me. And Nora's like, hey, let's let's have a talk. And she tells Tyler that she didn't know Andrew was coming back. Like, he hasn't even been here. And Tyler asks where that leaves him. And Nora doesn't know what to say. And Tyler is really upset. And he's like, I can't believe I bought into all this bullshit. If you're just going to desert me like Brett did to Miles. And she says it's not the same situation. And he knows it. Like, Andrew is a senior here. Like, he actually does go to the school, which I get. Like, this is also Andrew's only shot to be at the showcase. But also, you haven't been here for, like, five weeks. Tyler's put in so much work into it now. Like, he basically helped choreograph Mm -hmm. shit and really helped flesh out the piece. And brought in additional dancers. Like, he's been putting in the time and the hours. So it is a really complicated situation. And truthfully, like, there is no winner here. Yeah. So Tyler, he's just really upset. He's He ends up, like, yelling at her and asks if he's just been filling in for Andrew. And Nora says she just needs some time to figure it out. But Tyler just walks out. He leaves. Yeah. Again, he has abandonment issues. I know. And this isn't helping. Okay, Nora? Yeah. So we see a montage where Tyler takes the bus home and he tries to talk to Mac at school, but Mac is avoiding him. He stares off in class and Nora calls for Tyler at home, but he's like, I don't want to take the call. So Camille lies and says he's not here. Mm-hmm. Back in rehearsal, a student is teaching Andrew the choreography he missed out on, but Andrew isn't looking too hot. And later on, it's just him and Nora one-on-one, and they go through some of the choreography, but he just, like, falls, like, literally falls flat on his face, and he's like, I can't do it. Like, you know, I can't pull off this routine. Yeah. Again, it it does it does suck for Andrew because like now he's not going to be able to be in the senior showcase, but yeah, like they completely created an entirely new routine. Right. Based around Tyler's skills. <laughs> like you can't just shove Andrew in there and like when he's trying to do mm-hmm. these hip hop moves, it's just not working. It's just not his skill set, it's not his area of expertise. Like what can you do? Exactly. So at home, Nora does give what we assume are her applications for Cornell and Brown to her mom mm-hmm. to send out. We also go over to the basketball court. We see Mac and Skinny playing, and Tyler comes over, but Mac is not having it. He doesn't want to see him. 
he's like, oh, are you going to be late to ballet class? But Tyler says he's done with that. And Mac asks, what about the girl? And Tyler says, nothing happened with Nora. Like, that's over too. And Mac asks if he's just supposed to believe him. But Tyler asks for a second chance. And Mac says, okay, well, there is a party at Omar's tomorrow night. We can go to that, bury the hatchet. Yeah. Back at Nora's house, Nora walks into her bedroom to see her mom looking at these photos on like the mantle and just reminiscing. And she tells her that when she was a baby, she danced better than she could walk. And I'm like, that doesn't even make any fucking sense. No, not at all. (laughs) So she tells her she never expected dancing to still give her joy after all these years. And her mom says that she lost sight of that, but she is so excited to see her showcase. And Nora's like, well, I don't even have a partner anymore. But her mom is like, you can do it by yourself. Like, you're going to be great, sweetie. Mm. I'm like, do these people not know that it takes a lot of time to like re-choreograph a solo? And like, it's not just hers that they have to re-choreograph. Like, there's an entire ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the (laughs) – the way that some of these scenes go together is so off. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's some parts of this movie – I mean we'll talk about it obviously all of our feelings at the end. There's some parts of this movie that I think are really good but other ones that are either just like formulaic or convoluted. Yeah. That I'm just like, we needed just like another pass at the script, another <laughs> draft. Because like- if this was like tightened up, I feel like it could be really, really good. So, yeah. Yeah. We then go to Mac's house where Mac's mom asks what their plans are for tonight. And he tells them that they're going to hang out at Omar's. Like, oh, we're just going to watch a movie. And she's like, yeah, I know what that means. Skinny, you're staying home tonight. I don't want you getting in trouble. And she tells Mac and Tyler to make sure he doesn't go anywhere. And Mac makes a joke about tucking Skinny in before they leave. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. So they're at the club. And Tyler and Mac are dancing when they see Miles. And he's like, yo, what's up? What's going on? And Miles tells him that Nora is good and her partner, Andrew, quit the routine. Tyler is surprised, but he's like, oh, whatever. Mm. And Miles is like, mm-hmm, I bet you're just whatever. Just like her, you guys are both moping around. Yeah. Maybe if you and talk to each other. Maybe if you communicated. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be here right now. You'd be rehearsing. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler laughs and he's like, ha ha, let me introduce you to someone. I do like that Tyler and Miles like maintain their friendship even after Mm -hmm. he's not, you know, at the school anymore. I think that's sweet. Yeah. Meanwhile, we see in the studio, Nora is trying to figure out her routine and Skinny decides to take it upon himself to leave the house. And we all say, no, don't leave the house. We say, skinny, just listen to your mom. Yeah. Just stay in. Stay home. So back at the party, Miles talks about how he and Tyler met at MSA. And Mac is surprised to hear this because he doesn't look like the, quote, art school cat to him. And Mm -hmm. I did find it refreshing that Omar is just like, 
dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what do you think an art school cat is supposed to look like? Miles Davis? <laughs> like, there's all kinds of people that can go to art school. And Mac is genuinely like, okay, yeah, maybe I maybe I misjudge the situation. And that's when Skinny shows up out of nowhere. So Mac is like, dude, you got to go home. They usher him out yeah. of the party. Mac gives him some bus money, tells him to go home, and they just shove him out the door. Mm-hmm. So Skinny leaves the party and walks home. But on his walk home, he sees PJ go into a store and notices the car is unmanned. Mm-hmm. Back at the party, Omar asks Miles for his music, and Miles gets up to the DJ booth, puts on a mix. He's like doing his thing. We see this montage of Nora in rehearsal trying to work out the routine. Skinny stealing PJ's car. Miles playing this original beat at the party. And then at the party, some guy comes up to Mac and he's like, do you know what your brother's doing outside? And Mac rushes out. He sees Skinny in PJ's truck and they tell him, get out of the truck, like get out of there right now. And they rush downstairs to go get him. As soon as Skinny steps out, PJ and his crew drive by and we hear gunshots. And by the time Mac and Tyler get to the road, Skinny is just like, you know, laying down and Mac cradles him in his arms and he calls out to him. But it's pretty clear that he's passed away from the gunshots. Yeah, it's like we talked about earlier. It just is like a needless murder of like a black kid in order to what propel our white hero's journey. Like it just Mm – it feels so frivolous and unnecessary. It just feels like there could have been a different solution. Mm -hmm. And I – and I, yeah, and it's like in a way it helped Tyler, but it also was like – oh, Mac doesn't want to do crimes anymore like mm-hmm. because his brother passed away and he was like a big influence on his brother. Um, and he's like, oh, maybe if I didn't do that, then he would have never done that. But we don't get to see that. Like we hear it once in conversation. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll get to that. Con- that conversation is coming up and there's – I think there's a lot of issues with the way that it, this is framed. So – after this, we see Skinny's funeral and, you know, Miss Carter's crying and Mac holds her and Tyler is there as well. Then after some measure of time, Mac is just by himself on the basketball court when Tyler walks up and asks how long he's been out. And Mac says, I don't know, you know, today is the first time my mom even has spoken to me since Skinny passed away. And Tyler mentions that they did catch PJ and he's presumably in jail. But Max says that that won't bring Skinny back. And Tyler Mm -hmm. tries to tell him that it's not his fault, but Max says that's not going to bring him back either. Tyler says he just hates to see him beat himself up, but Max says that they've been beating themselves up. His little brother is gone and that's on him. You know, he was partying, stealing cars, messing around. 
Tyler says that they're doing the best they can, but Mac asks if he really believes that. Like, are they really doing the best they can, doing all of that stuff? Mm -hmm. And he says that he wants to be better and do better for his mom and Skinny, and they hug. And Tyler asks him to come somewhere with him. And like I mentioned earlier, like there's a lot of bootstrap mentality in this movie where it's like, oh, if you just like go for your dreams, then you can be lifted out of this like poverty cycle or out of this cycle of crime. And that's just like not actually how the world works. It's a very Mm -hmm. naive and simplistic view. And I get that this is a teen movie about dance. You know, it's not necessarily trying to do the deepest reading of these cultural issues but if you are going to include these these issues of class and race i do think you have like a duty to have like an intelligent conversation around it yeah yeah and not just be like oh now i'm gonna make better decisions and i too will be successful in life as if there aren't other societal and economic factors that are stopping Mm -hmm. people from achieving the same things that, for example, the kids at MSA are, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, we don't get to see Mac change his life. We don't get to see any of the results of, of like what he's saying here because this is basically his last scene in the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's the night of the performance and the dancers stretch and Miles tells them to have a good show tonight. And before he leaves, Lucy catches up to him and she's like, oh, have you heard from Tyler? And he's like, no. How's Nora doing? And Lucy tells him she's good and just immediately kisses him. Whoa. And he asks her what that was about. And she's like, oh, you know, but Nora comes in to check on everyone So they, like, cut that conversation off just very abruptly. And do we ever pick it back up? No. No. (laughs) I'm like, I get that you you need some, you know, a little storyline for the side characters, but at least finish the conversation, like. (laughs) Or the sentence. Yeah. Like, finish the sentence. So (laughs) fundamental. She could have been like, oh. I wanted to, or, oh, I felt like it. And then Nora can come in, and then they can be like, we'll talk later. Like, finish the sentence. Right. So everyone sits down in the auditorium. We see Nora's mother has come to watch, and director Gordon, she is introducing everyone to the Fall Senior Showcase. We see lots of different uh, dance company directors in the crowd. Ooh. Wow. And again, it reminds me – well, I guess High School Musical 3 reminds me so much of this movie because it's like the people coming to the auditorium. There's a lot of buzz in the air. Oh, yeah. And in the dressing room, they get their 10. Thank you, 10. 10 minutes till showtime. (laughs) And Lucy tries to calm Nora down because she's a stressful gal. She's stressy. He's sensey. Those are the vibes we have with this couple. And they share a little fist bump. So time to go. Mac drops off Tyler at MSA. He runs up the stairs and then takes a shortcut backstage. And he is backstage. Nora is about to go on. But he's like, Nora, like, I'm sorry for walking out. And director Gordon tells him, this isn't the time. And I'm like, certainly not. Yeah. If there's one thing I learned in high school, it's that the curtains are thin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everyone can hear you talk. Absolutely. (laughs) 
And he says he made every wrong decision he could have possibly made. But Nora says that she's doing this performance without a partner. And Gordon is like, that's enough. Nora, check your dancers. And she tells Tyler he doesn't realize how important this is. And Tyler says that she's sad he has to fight for what he wants. And that is what he's doing for the first time in his life. And Nora's like, I can't do this right now. It's everything I've been working for. And he's like, I know. I just want you to be able to do it the way you imagined. Oh, my God. But Nora's like, I can't. It's too late. So he wishes her good luck. He walks away. And as he's walking, she goes, Tyler. And Gordon is like, yes. (gasps) (laughs) Secretly. Yeah. And she's like, do you remember the steps? And he says, I couldn't forget them even if I wanted to. Wow. So she tells the ensemble, what, 30 seconds to curtain? We're going back to the old dance, so switch those gears. (laughs) Yeah, get back in that vibe. (laughs) Haven't rehearsed it in weeks. Hope you remember it. Yeah, not blocked for this stage, but you should should know it. It's not like there's probably uh, lighting cues that are set to the old choreography, but whatever. (laughs) No need to worry about that. Yep. But everyone's super happy. They cheer and they all huddle together before the performance. So Gordon sits in the audience and she tells the dance uh, co-director that this is the girl she was talking about. Nora's mom anxiously looks at the stage and Mac, he goes into the audience to find a seat to watch the performance. He's supporting his friend. Yeah. So Miles starts playing his music. He's conducting the live orchestra. We have some live violinists in the room. And the dancers begin their performance. Tyler has his feature. It is a very well choreographed dance. Like this whole number is so good. Oh, yeah. It looks incredible. So tight. This is not your mother's Save the Last Dance. This is like an actual very solid performance. Nora is performing her routine. It's like a fun little mix of ballet and hip hop, bringing both their worlds together. And there's also this like very intimate, steamy little interlude of just Tyler and Nora dancing together. It is very good. Like I've said a million times, the chemistry is palpable. Mm -hmm. We also see Tyler do the lift that we saw in the initial scene. There's a little costume change. Like, there's amazing chemistry, electric energy, incredibly dynamic, and they finish the performance to a standing ovation. Uh, Afterwards, Matt comes up to Tyler and congratulates him. And Gordon brings over a scout from a dance company to Nora and – the scout's line is so uh, – it's like, <laughs> we want you to be in our dance company after graduation. Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> and the scout also asks about Tyler. And Gordon's like, oh, he's a transfer and whispers to him, send over your transcript. <laughs> so he's in. Wow. And Nora overhears this. She's like stoked for Tyler. Mac congratulates him and says he'll meet him at the car. And Nora comes up to Tyler and tells him he's going to have to get some tights. (gasps) What a callback. Wow. 
So they kiss and he spins her around. And then we hear Get Up by Sierra. The end. Yeah. Initially this this scene wasn't in the um in the script, but test audiences wanted to know like what happened after the big performance. So Is this providing details though? No. I feel like all of this is implied. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, we gotta see it. So they shot this after and added it in. But that's so silly. Yeah, that step up. What do you think with your, I guess, kind of first ever viewing, at least that you remember? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I love the Channing Tatum aspects of the movie. Right. And I do think that the cast was great. I think Nora and Tyler's relationship was great. They have clearly really great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the writing was was not great. Yeah. Yeah, the writing wasn't great, and the direction was leaving a lot to be desired. The choreography looked good, but, like, it felt like the film was resting on, oh, my gosh, two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, they both love art. So they were like, we don't have to really put a lot of thought and brain cells into the script because – Everyone will just like the little plot journey they're going on. Yeah, it's very like, you know, Romeo and Juliet of the dance world. Except right. nobody on Juliet's side really has a problem with Tyler except for yeah. Brett. Because obviously that's his girlfriend who's into another guy. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that the, the dance aspects of this movie are super strong. I agree with that. I also, yeah. I really enjoy jenna and channing's chemistry it's it's one of those really special things we get to see captured on film kind of like what you get to see with emma stone and andrew garfield in the amazing spider-man when you really are watching two people fall in love in real time that's always so special so i really enjoy that and i like that Tyler's character is maybe like a little more than meets the eye of what you would expect of this like type of dude but I agree that the writing isn't super strong. I don't feel like there's anything particularly exciting or interesting about the dialogue itself. I feel like that leaves quite a bit to be desired. Yeah, that was also a bummer because they are clearly having like this romantic love mm-hmm. story. And if the writing was better, those moments would just be so much juicier. Yeah. Like I would love to see more of like the banter, the tete-a-tete with – Tyler and Nora and we just don't really get to see that that much and like I talked about earlier I think a lot of the kind of like societal racial economic themes in this movie are very surface level and not super fleshed out and it really is a disservice to pretty much all the black characters in this movie definitely I don't feel like there is a plot line in this movie that is truly Mm -hmm. fleshed out yeah, there's there's a there's an A and a B and there's not a lot in between. Like the journey right. getting there isn't particularly exciting. I think the third mm-hmm. act fallout could have been more interesting and charged than it was. Yeah. Like I just don't feel like the stakes were particularly high in anything. So Yeah. It felt like when there was an argument or a fight. It was just an argument or a fight. Like, I always knew that he would come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It just, yeah, it just didn't have that gravitas for me. It felt like things were just kind of going through the motions. 
and maybe they knew they didn't have a strong writer, so they didn't want to put in any of those scenes. Yeah. But yeah, the the writing wasn't it for me. I think if it was changed a bit and tweaked, like it could have been mm-hmm. really, really spicy, really good. Yeah. And this is definitely the of the entire franchise, the one I've probably seen the most. Because I've seen Step Up to the Streets and the third one, but I haven't seen beyond that. Mm-hmm. So I'm intrigued to go back and see Step Up to the Streets, though, because I feel like that's everybody's favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think overall it's like a fine watch. Like, I, I wasn't having a bad time watching it. I was enjoying the chemistry and the and the dancing itself. Yeah. But some of it just falls kind of flat, which is a little disappointing because I did love this movie so much when I was a kid. So to revisit it now, I was kind of like, oh, this wasn't as good as I remembered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is fun to watch in a lot of ways, especially for the dancing. Mm-hmm. But I would, I think, only rewatch it if I was with someone. Yeah. And we were like chatting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Time. It's not a movie you have to pay a lot of attention to dialogue wise or like plot wise. Cause not, not a lot actually happens in the movie, like we said. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, what do you rate in this film? I think I'm going to rate it a six. I was also going to give it a six. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. It sucks. Cause I mean, I love Channing Tatum. Yeah. I love that man. <laughs> but it is a six. Yeah. It's iconic in its own right. It was a moment in time. It was a moment that really ushered in the dance movies. Yeah. I mean, High School Musical came out around this time. I just feel like dance started becoming um, something that not just like woman and gay men did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Channing made dance cool for the straight men. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, if you'd like to watch it in Canada, you can rent it on Amazon. Yes, same goes for the United States. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want a little more, you can always listen to our Bend It Like Beckham Patreon episode. We had an absolute blast recording that one, so definitely go check it out. Yes, and if you want to follow along on social media, you can always follow us at Movies That Raised Us on Instagram or send us a good old-fashioned email at us at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also follow us on Twitter at mtru underscore pod, or you can follow us on TikTok at Movies That Raised Us Pod. And we will see you next week for another movie. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina, and our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.